taking him back to Nevada where he's wanted for banging horses. Got to watch out for it. So let's just keep it rolling. Oh, yeah. I fixed women's basketball. Please explain. Nine foot rim. You know, smoke a little grass or drink a little ripple. You know those car haulers, like when they're sending them to like dealerships and they just put them on the back of a trailer? And there's a ton of cars? Yeah. Yeah. Why don't they just use that for people's trips? Because one thing that sucks is driving. You're driving along, you're driving along, and all of a sudden the kids are yelling from the backseat, I gotta go to the bathroom, Daddy! Not now, damn it! Jury duty is the modern-day Vietnam draft. <laughs> it honestly is. We have a saying around here. Oh, yeah? Yeah, no brains, no headache. <laughs> <laughs> well, hello, boys. What's up? What's up? Damn, son, where'd you find this? Batman symbol, Q. It's hard, it's hard to get somebody's number when you don't know your own number. Honestly, my mom's been putting my phone number down instead of hers on things, so I get random like text messages for like, thanks for signing up for this, and I'm like, God damn it. Your food is ready at Olive Garden. <laughs> Like, when did I order food? But seriously, I'll go just grab that food. Hard, you know, it's a hard task when, you know, you want to get somebody's phone number and there's so many drinks in your own system, don't know your own. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what we decide when we're like, hey, let's take it easy on Friday night. Take it easy on Friday night. Just, it, it doesn't really exist. Well, I love how you're like, yeah, I decided to take it easy. And then we did Irish car bombs. And it's like, oh. No, I decided to take it easy before. And then after the fact, I was like, man, I thought I was taking it easy. Then I remember the Irish car bombs. And it's like, okay, that's not taking it easy. Yeah. Like, taking it easy, just it, it's not in the vocabulary right now. Got to go hard in the paint, work hard, play hard. YOLO. YOLO might apply. It's pretty weak. My, my white claw's a bit damaged. <laughs> Dude, that was so funny. Somebody took a spill down the steps, and this thing's got dents all over it. I'm happy to drink it, though. I'm not going to complain about a nice beverage. What, do you got something? I was waiting for you. No, no. I was, I was just kind of looking at you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Coming off of 420. Yeah, how, how was your 420? We did comedy also. Yeah, that was good. It was fun. You uh, brought down the house with uh, your Bob Marley impression. Yeah, I uh, was I was wearing the the dreads and that the Rasta hat. And you had a little Bob Marley shirt. My little the peace symbol. Yeah, I, I was. Uh, we did open mic night on 420. Just it just made so much sense. Comedy 420. We also offered some free pizza. Anybody coming by? So I mean. All the check boxes were checked of, hey, how can we have a good time? And that's what we did. I do remember actually when I started my routine or I was, I was the host and I was, I was actually a little nervous just cause I was like, okay, like all of a sudden we're going and I'm like, oh shit, like I, I'm middle of my routine right now. I gotta go. I see you in the back and you had a shit grin on your face the whole time. Was there like one joke in particular? Cause you kind of knew what my jokes were going to be a little bit. Was there one in particular that you were just like, oh boy, I can't wait. I can't remember what you were telling, but. I was talking, my first one was saying how the last time I did comedy was oh, in front yeah. of children. Oh, yeah, and yeah, and I, I went up to Brandon Loftus, shout out Brando, and I was like, yeah, this one was weird. And like, because we were like, yeah, we had, we did a comedy show and there was like four three to five-year-olds sitting the, right there. They were very young. And then, of course, one of my jokes when I was writing it, just how the delivery and the story and everything, I was like, I say the phrase, tongue fuck my asshole, like 10 different times. And that, that was part of the joke. You say it so much that you abbreviate it. <laughs> you say it so much that you like, it's like uh, in Black Sheep, Road and Limit. You say it so much, you start to convince yourself that those aren't actually English words. Yeah, taking him back to Nevada where he's wanted for banging horses. Gotta watch out for it, but... It was a pretty good time. Um, I, I took a couple of pictures, you know, just to kind of like celebrate and uh, the fact that there was, you know, a holiday, the stoner holiday. So all the stoners get their holiday and 
somebody was like, you look stoned in your picture. I was like, yes, I was trying to look yeah. stoned in my picture. That was the whole point. What do you think? Bob Marley is just an intellectual? It's like, oh, really? When I add a, a, a dread wig? You don't see a lot of lawyers or doctors that have dreads. It is, if you have dreads, there's a good chance you like a little bit of the ganja. This this lip here, Matt, is like, it's really curved. It's, it's like a W. This thing is so bent up. I don't know how it didn't explode just <laughs> coming down the stairs. And hey, if our listeners actually want to watch the show, they now can, right? Yep. So they can actually see what the hell we're yeah, talking about. Yeah, head on to YouTube. It's uh, at MBNH Podcast, or just search No Brains, No Headache. It comes up right there. You can subscribe. And we're just getting more clips out there, and it's actually a, it's, kind of a little bit of a different direction. That's the most No Brains, No Headache thing. 151 episodes in, we're like, yeah, we should probably throw something on YouTube. <laughs> I We, like, tried for, like, a little bit. We are like, oh, yeah, here's an interview. And then it's like, ah, that was stupid. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 difficult to get it out there, but we're trying our best to uh, uh, make it more user friendly, a lot more interactive with our listeners. So, if you want to see us having a few beverages with my dented ass can, head over to YouTube NBNH Podcast, and you can watch it. Um, yeah, Matt, we uh, went a little hard on the paint on Friday, coming off of four twenty and comedy on Thursday. Uh, now we're into the weekend. Is spring here yet? In North no. Dakota. We're like so close to breaking the all-time record of snowfall in a year. We're like 0.4 inches away. Poor meteorologists are just getting... It's also my dick size. <laughs> the meteorologists are getting verbally harassed. Digitally harassed. Well, it's funny that like... And they do it to themselves because they'll just put it out there and they're like... I mean... It's good to have, like, name recognition, but, like, <laughs> you know when you're putting something up to just troll people, and it's like, who cares? It's Well, and the thing is, I don't think they realize for certain careers or professions or whatever, especially, like, a farming or ranching, it's like, this is really negatively affecting them. So when you constantly brag about breaking a record, and it's also ruining the livelihood of people, it's like, okay, like... Like, would we brag about a record drought? Would every day would we post something like, oh, one more day and we're going to... Another prairie fire. Yeah, Let's like, get this going. So I, I just don't think. And then also, on the other end, I mean, I've seen a lot of uh, sports canceled already. A lot of spring sports, high school, whatever level, level may be. A lot of them have been canceled. So put yourself in those shoes. It's like, okay, now you're missing out on... What, what if it's... What if you were, you know, it's like the pandemic and, and you're, it's your senior year of high school. Like, you're, you're, the glory year was ruined for you. What you if get, it's your get, senior get season? Get an extra year of eligibility. Yeah. You're just in college playing a high school sport. That that would be funny. You just had a COVID year where a bunch of 19-year-olds are just Dr raking. Drunk. <laughs> <laughs> it's like our Y-ball team. Hey, that could happen. But it's, uh, it's a weird time of the year. Um, it's almost depressing outside. Everything is just dead from yeah. being... And my yard was already dead, but double dead. Yeah. Also, my brother's political sign, I didn't know was still under the snow. I was wondering that. <laughs> so I put my Sean Cleary for Senate sign in my front yard, and there was so much snow this year. And like it happened like right in November when the... I think that was when the election was. Mm -hmm. And it like starts melting, and I just see the top of it. And I was like, oh, the sign's still there. I mean, for a split second, I was like, Matt, put the sign back out. That's, it's, I'm supporting. That's a power move. <laughs> After the snow melts, it's like, you know what? We're going back to election yard signs. Is it still there? Yeah. Okay. Um. So funny story about that. So my grandma always had like a shitload of political signs in her yard. And there was one time me and my dad were playing catch the football in her front yard, like this super random. And he throws me one and I, it's like, kind of going around the corner of the house and I just hit this sign and just poof like ass over tea kettle just rip this like wooden sign down and it hurts so much hey man when when you're on a fade route in front yard uh, football and then you just get taken out air. by a Byron Dorgan for <laughs> representative sign or something you gotta keep your eye on the ball man I can't blame you for that um 
Let's get let's get into it. Cleary's comments coming at you. That's the segment where Matt and I, you know, we banter about random things. We're verbally just going to kind of duke it out for a while here. First thing I want to talk about is actually a prior episode. I had a pretty hot take. Um, I may or may not have said that the Cavender twins weren't attractive. I never said they were ugly or anything. I just I said that they you didn't weren't. get the allure of them. I didn't, and I want to rescind that take because <laughs> uh, they are bonerific. Yeah, smoking hot. I so. think that one is more attractive than the other, but I could not tell you. You can't tell them apart. I think it's Hannah is more attractive. They they're rent free in everyone's mind because if you go onto your Instagram and you click the little magnifying glass and it has all the recommendations, if they're not right there, scroll down about two seconds and bam. Cavender twins. They'll be there, man. They'll definitely be there. Uh, beautiful, beautiful women. So I, I just wanted to rescind that take. Uh, sometimes I just like to throw things out there. And uh, I'm man enough to admit I was wrong. Okay. I love how they go from Fresno State to Miami solely for like social media. Miami is an NIL, NIL powerhouse. Oh, yeah. They have so many boosters. Do you know Miami is actually a private college? Really? Yeah. I was unaware. Yeah, I, I always thought it was a state school until I watched uh, The U Part 2. When when were the Carolina Hurricanes, uh, when did they start their team? Like when they were good was like the late 80s and then early 2000s. Okay, so they've been around for a few decades. 1972. I was thinking, you know, they have the same name, Miami Hurricanes, Carolina Hurricanes. Is there a little bit of beef between... You know, the Carolinas and the I don't South get, Florida. Yeah, why would you name uh, <laughs> a team after something that just decimates your region? When's the last time Carolina got, you know, substantially hit by a hurricane? Can Carolina take hurricane as a name? It would be like if we were the Bismarck Tsunamis. We the Bismarck. It's like we're never going to have a tsunami. Bismarck 2009 flood. <laughs> <laughs> Something that just wreaked havoc on the town. But if Carolina, I don't know how often hurricanes, uh, you know, sweep through the Carolinas. But if it's not very common, how do how do they get the hurricane name? Now that you mention it, I yeah, I don't know because when I think of hurricanes, I think when Hurricane Sandy hit New York. I think people are like in Carolina; they want to find out news about the hurricane, and it just comes up, and it's just all hockey and yeah, Oh, nice! We signed this left wing. <laughs> my roof's gone, but <laughs> and my neighbor's dead. <laughs> the hurricanes, man, they got to watch out. I thought of that of you know the names of Carolina Hurricanes, Miami Hurricanes, Cavender Twins. Miami is an NIL powerhouse because their men's basketball team and women's went both pretty far in their tournaments this year and people are talking about okay well they're able to offer such good like nil deals to their players that like they could become a powerhouse in sports and i I think that's too because everyone wants to go to miami it's if you're a, a football player and you think about it like florida is such a hotbed for recruiting yes i would want to see like okay there's a college all-star game and it's only California, Texas, and Florida has one team, and then the rest of the country. Who do you think would win? Well, you said California and Florida versus everyone else? California, Texas, and Florida oh. versus everyone else. Um, I would say the three versus... I would take the three as opposed to the field. I, I think it would be a really... It would be a cool idea for, like, a, a all-star game. And then I was trying to think of what you would name it, and it's like, okay, FL, TX, and CA, and then I was like, Calflux. But since the year 2000, Matt, three different schools in Florida have won a uh, college football national championship. Got Miami in 01. I mean, we all remember that powerhouse in the BCS days. Florida in 06 and 08, uh, Tebow era. And then Florida State with Jameis in 2013. Yeah, and Calvin Benjamin, who the Panthers drafted, and then he gained 80 pounds. <laughs> if you ever need to remember when they went from BCS to college football, just think Jameis Winston. 2013 was the last year BCS was around. Florida State won it the very next year, college football playoff. 
the the dumbest like fun fact of all time is the first year the college football playoff rankings came out the number one team in that ranking was mississippi state i love going through all of these national champions and Back in the day, you could say. Minnesota won it in like the 30s. Well, I want to get back to the days where there can be two. In 1990, apparently Colorado and Georgia Tech were co-champions. 91, Washington and Miami, Florida. Didn't 2003, it was like Michigan and USC. Uh, 97, Michigan, Nebraska. 03, LSU and USC. So no more co-champions, I guess. What was the year that Central Florida went undefeated? 2017, I think. We'll count them. That's four Florida teams that have won a national championship. See, they got screwed. Yeah. (laughs) But at the same time, they handled not being named national champions very poorly. Yes. They're like, nope, we won it. We're going to hang a rafter. We got championship rings. It's like, realistically, you guys beat Auburn in the Tostitos Fiesta Bowl. Well, Matt, we're already on women's basketball, so let's just keep it rolling. Oh, yeah, I fixed women's basketball. Please explain. Nine-foot rim. Okay. What is it now? Ten. It's ten? Okay. You think about it because the ball is smaller, and I like I think I tried to do this math of like what percentage the ball was smaller, and it's like 10%. So I was like, let's lower the rim. Women are naturally shorter than guys. Put a nine-foot rim so they can absolutely flush it. Maybe that's something they'll consider in the future as sports continue to evolve into how do we make this more exciting? It would be way more exciting. Defense doesn't sell tickets. No. And, like, honestly, I stumbled upon watching a women's basketball game, and it is so goddamn boring. I mean, I, I was watching a little bit of the women's tournament. It's, it's interesting to see the powerhouses. Like South Carolina? Women's basketball is the easiest thing to bet on, but I just don't do it because it's so predictable. It's like high school sports, the better team wins. There's not there's not an upset. <laughs> That's usually how, like, men's basketball, Fairly Dickinson can beat Purdue on any one of one day. Women's basketball, no. Championship. The Stanford spread in the women's NCAA tournament was 49 and a half points. Really? Otherwise known as, are they going to double the other team's score? Otherwise known as, are they even going to play this game? (laughs) Run time in the second half. (laughs) Run time in college sports. That would be awesome. I also had another idea that, you know those car haulers, like when they're sending them to like dealerships and they just put them on the back of a trailer? There's a ton of cars? Yeah. Yeah. Why don't they just use that for people's trips? Because one thing that sucks is driving. What if I could just go and sit in my car and then just get hauled? So you're suggesting like it's almost like a, a bus stop. Yeah, you where, just pull up on there okay, and they're well, like, all right, next stop's in three hours. Yeah, we're, we're all going to we're all going to Chicago. Yep. Everybody park your car in the thing. You can get as comfortable as possible, maybe have a couple of drinks. Yeah, what about bathroom breaks? I... It's the same as a bus, though. I mean, some buses have bathrooms, but it's like, okay. Next but if you're in your car on a trailer, you'll probably be subject to staying in your car. Oh, yeah. Uh, you have to stay in your car, but, like, let's say there's an emergency. You have the driver's number or, like, a button you hit, and they're like, okay, we got to pull over next. Truck driver's just like, god damn it. <laughs> yeah, but, but at the same point, it's like, it'd be great because it's like, oh, fuck, I got to go to Arizona. I'm not going to have a car, and I'm going to Uber. Nope, I have my car. After a 24-hour road trip. <laughs> okay, the Arizona one's a bad example, but like if I'm going to Minneapolis or something, and it's like, oh my God, I'm so hungover on like Sunday. Pull my car up onto the trailer, fall asleep for six hours. You might be onto something. I'm surprised in the movie iRobot they didn't have something like that. Ooh, that is a good movie. Is it? Is it a good movie? I don't know. I'm, a, I'm an action movie whore. Any action movie, I just think it's the greatest movie ever. I've uh, I've been watching a new show recently. Which would, one? Would you like to hear about it? Yeah, it's uh, it's available on Amazon, which is really nice. I think feel like everybody has Amazon. 
It's called Jury Duty. I'm watching that too. You are watching it? Yeah. Oh I'm like, my god. I'm like three dude. episodes in. It's Me so too. funny. It's I'm, so funny. That's crazy. I yeah, I literally just started watching it um earlier today. I got recommended it and I, I love when somebody recommends something because it's like, okay, I'll take their word for it. I'm actually excited to watch it. I hate making my own decision, if you will. And yeah, jury duty is great for those who don't know. Uh go check it out. Like I said, it's on Amazon. But basically the premise is there is obviously it's this reminds me of last week and I'm like, what's designated survivor about? Well, jury duty, there's a jury. And they're on jury duty. They're doing the jury duty thing. <laughs> but the thing is they have it's all actors. The judge, the bailiff, the defendants, the lawyers, and all of the jury members, except for one guy, Ronald. And he, yeah, he's just like a normal human who thinks he's in a normal uh, jury and that they're just doing a docu-series on jury duty. And, um, yeah, and then there's actually a famous actor in there who comes along and then... He played, the actor plays himself. Yep. Which is great. But there's also a couple actors in there that I recognize. So I'm yep. like, I don't know how Ronald didn't figure this out. Yeah, the guy with the mustache who, uh, you know what I'm talking about? Yep. Um, here, I'll pull it up right now, but... Sewage, he was Sewage Joe in Parks and yes. Rec, and he was also in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yes, very much so. Um, it's, got a, it's a little series, got about eight episodes, um, and it's great. It's it's so funny. I, I recommend it to everybody. This is my entertainment spotlight portion of the show. James Marsden It's a good-looking cat. He's in it. Um, he's been in... Sonic, Sonic, The Notebook, Notebook, Death at a Funeral, X Men. I love how they're listing things that he's in in the show, and they like say like, "Yeah, X Men," and he's like, "You never lead X Men." <laughs> and he keeps asking him because the the one guy Ronald who is unaware that this is all a setup, pretty much. Um, he, like he keeps on watching his movies, like when they break and stuff. And oh, Sex Drive and James Marsden's. I was like, "Did you buy it or rent it?" Yeah. Oh I, well, I, if you would have bought it, I would have gotten a dollar. <laughs> uh, <coughs> I think me. I think it's just it's it's such a good show, and like there's a couple things that stand out to me. Um, there's one guy in there that he doesn't like say anything. His only line in the entire show is he just stands up and he goes, I'm going to go tug one out in the bathroom. <laughs> I guess I, I can't remember that scene, but I'm going to have to figure that one out. Um, and then there was another fact about it that I thought, oh, yeah, so, like, Ronald would sometimes he would, like, get kind of, like, suspicious that it was everything. So they would literally take four days and just do actual, like... Did you look the, into the show and, like, in the... I listened to an interview of... See, that's what I was wondering is... It's it's so well played out. Yeah. Um, and official, it's like how... I'm always curious of, like, cinematography in general. Okay, how did they shoot this scene? Or where was the camera? Or how did they, how did they pan through the glass and, like, do all these effects or whatever? And I, I don't get it. Like, the logistics on that show have to be crazy... There's got to be a whole separate, like, building probably of crew members and, like, people just watching cameras. And because you can't give away anything. You can't give away the fact to Ronald, the subject, that it's not an actual jury. And you can't call each other their real names in case, like, he hears and, like... What What about actual jury duty? Like, what what if you're just in a really tough spot? You're like, man, I, I really need... Uh, I need a good week of work. I just need to kind of, you know, like financially kind of just have a good week of, I don't want to go out and spend a ton of money. I just want to like, you know, get my paycheck this week and, and kind of start paying off my debt or start saving for a car or whatever the case may be. And then you get jury duty. Jury duty is the modern day Vietnam draft. <laughs> it honestly is because it's like, okay, I'm just going to have to not work. For like two weeks, I, and I think, I think you do get paid for jury duty, but it is pennies it's, on the dollar. I, yeah, it's pretty. You get like I'm a pretty stipend. sure they give you an arch card to McDonald's, like you four get food stamps. Yeah, <laughs> they, like, these expire next week. You yeah, blockbuster gift card. That's just it. I, jury duty could. Uh, it's just weird. It's a weird concept. Can't imagine just being in a tough spot in life, really just needing to 
have a, a good, just a good, you know, solid few days or weeks of just buckling down, focusing on what you need to focus on, and jury duty. Imagine if, like, you got jury duty and you're like, at least this gives me something to do. Just, like, sitting at home and be like, yep, got to go to work. The most money I made this year was doing jury duty. Or what about the drug addicts? Are they allowed to bring their drugs to jury duty? It's like when you're in your hotel, it's like, okay, well, can I at least do my cocaine in the room? Kind of have a habit here. <laughs> so it's my civic duty that you need to go get me cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you get paid pretty much. Check out Jury Duty. It's on Amazon. There's eight episodes. Um, your hosts are both watching it, and I think it's hilarious. Uh, what's that one? The the chair, pant, chair pants, chance. That that one guy hooks up uh, crutches to his pants so he can sit down wherever he wants. Oh. It's like episode two, I believe. I don't think I'm, I'm like halfway through episode two. Like I'm very. You said you were three episodes in. Now you're lying to me. I don't remember that. So I don't, I would have to check. Chair pants, chance, jury duty on Amazon. I also got another uh, movie question for you, Matt. I want, I want to get your opinion on this. What is the best baseball movie team? And I think maybe we should just do a quick little power ranking um, I got all of the famous uh, baseball movies pulled up here, so I'm just kind of glancing over here. Obviously, I think one of our favorites is Rookie of the Year, but I'm going to go ahead and say Henry Roan Gardner and the that year Cubs. Not great because they do have a child on their team. And the fact that a relief pitcher somehow changes the trajectory of a team. Well, you could have the best relief pitcher of all time, and the fucking team could still suck. It's true. I mean, Araldis Chapman helped the Cubs actually win a real world series, so Henry Rowan Gardner's no exception. I I don't like Rookie of the Year as much as I like Little Big League. Okay, but Little Big League, how do how are they going to rank in the power rankings of all baseball movies? Dude, we got we got Moneyball sixty one. I'm going to go ahead and say sixty one's a top three team. Forty two. Um, Field of Dreams. Uh, hot take, I don't like the movie Field of Dreams. That's fine. Um, honestly, when you said this um, before the show, I was like, I got my answer. Uh, my mind immediately went to Angels in the outfield. That team, Matthew McConaughey in center field? Matthew McConaughey's in Angels in the outfield? Yeah. That's another sneaky good uh, cast movie. I haven't seen it since... Um, came out and you got uh but but that's a full that's an actual professional team with fucking angels yeah well i mean they can't use them to win the pennant but they can use them in the regular season it's hmm. kind of interesting and they have a pitcher that like <laughs> just chews so much gum and then he like every time he pitches he just checks 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 and then throws well i'm gonna say that um I, don't, I, I think that, like, The Sandlot, for example, it's a group of kids. As much as we love the movie, I think they would get smoked by the Moneyball athletics. Oh, yeah, and you have those kids that grow up, and Benny the Jet's the only one that grows up to be anywhere decent at baseball. A lot of them probably got heavily into drugs. Yes. I think I think they definitely did. Who uh, The one brothers who invented uh, strip malls, they definitely... Definitely went down the wrong path. Let me ask you this. The movie Fever Pitch, it's with Jimmy Fallon and uh, Drew Barrymore, but it is about the 2004 Red Sox. Do we take them off the board? I would say yes. Yeah, I, I think it needs to be more of a fictional team. Exactly. I think Angels in the Outfield. What about Moneyball then? I would take Moneyball off it. You're taking Moneyball off? I, so we're doing fictional teams only. What if, about sixty one? I'd say we. I say. I mean, there, fever pitches off, but we got to keep the rest. That's fine. I think there's kind of two schools of thoughts, like teams that actually existed and teams that didn't actually exist. The Angels never actually had fucking angels that played for them. Really, hmm. but I do love how like it shows how shitty Anaheim used to be. That Joseph. Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character could sit in a tree and watch the game. 
I'm going to go ahead and just say 61 asterisks is that's going to be number one. Who was on that team? It was like Maris. Roger Maris, Mickey Mantle. I think I can just kind of rest my case there. Joe DiMaggio. There's a lot more. uh, They're chasing Babe Ruth's record. Oh, okay. And no, Babe Ruth was not on the team. But um, I would say 61 is number one. I would say Moneyball team is number two. Then... We kind of get into Major League. Yeah, and that's what I was thinking. I think Major League 2 better team is the better team. And then Major do, League do, 1. Do, do they get Parkman in Major League 2, or are you taking him off once they trade They can him? have Parkman for as long as he is on the team in the movie. So at whatever point Parkman gets traded, uh, does he get traded back to the White Sox? Like, didn't they sign him from the White Sox and then trade him back to the White Sox? I think so. They're like, yeah. So it's an Araldus Chapman situation. Well, Roger Dorn bought the team and then, like, went bankrupt. Yeah, that'll, that'll happen. <laughs> As of 9.15 this morning, he's wearing the trench coat. He opens it up. He's like, I activated myself. I'm going 61, Moneyball, Major League 2, Major League 1, and then I'll probably put, like, 42 in there. You got to have Jackie. Represented in your top five baseball movie teams. Eddie's Million Dollar Cookoff. That one's in there. Should we keep going down the line? Should we do like a six through ten or a one through five of fictional teams? I'm just trying to think off the top of my head. Bad um, News Bears, Hardball, Little Big League, Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams would probably be team one in the uh, in the not real, in the fiction category. Because it is a semi-professional baseball team. Yeah. Or feel the dreams. Bull, or sorry, Bull Durham and Bull Durham's a good one. Excuse me, that's why I meant Bull Durham. Feel the dreams is a bunch of what's the movie where Kevin Costner pitches for the Tigers? That, the Natural. The Natural. But I would probably take them off. I would say the Cucumbas. The Cucumbas showed a lot of progress throughout the year. Like <laughs> Keanu like they, Reeves. Yeah, turns like, out he's a great baseball coach. Just a. Terrible gambler. The premise of that movie is so funny that, like, his friend got a DUI, so he had to coach his baseball team, and to, like, help his friend out, he decides to coach the team for him or something. Like the lawyer guy? Yeah. So the lawyer guy who makes Keanu Reeves coach the team is like, yeah, my buddy got a freaking Dewey. I offered to coach the team, a.k.a. you're coaching the team. Yeah, and I think, like, he gave him, like, 20 bucks or something to put on the bowls. Yes. I think that's how it works. There's a viral video going around right now of just this huge fight in the nosebleeds of a baseball stadium, and there's a guy just wearing a Cucumba's G-Baby jersey. (laughs) Or what about Summer Catch? Summer Catch, that's in, like, the Cape Cod League or whatever it's called. It's it's kind of semi-pro. I've never even heard of it. Uh, Jessica Biel has a bikini scene in it, so you may want to check it out. Freddie Prince Jr., what's up? Okay, yeah, I've, yep. I would say in the fictional power rankings, I got to go with Field of Dreams, Bull Durham, Summer Catch. I'm going to go with the old Bad News Bears just because they had grit and they weren't soft. And then I got to go with the Cucumbas. The Cucumbas, you know, if they can handle the adversity of Southside Chicago, I think they could handle anything. I think we need to do like an Olympics of fictional baseball players. I think we should. That's actually a really good idea. There's a there's a lot of them out there. Um, my mind just goes to the guy from Major League. I don't remember his name, but he's like the starting pitcher who puts like Vagisil and like Crisco. And you trying to say Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball? Okay, Harris. Let's not Harris, start a holy Harris. war here. That's who that is. I, yeah, I, I think like he he's like up there, but yeah. I think that's something we could do because baseball movies, I would argue that is the deepest uh, sport when it comes to movies. There is. There is a ton. I was just you know looking at it with a simple Google search, and there's so many different baseball movies. We could really go down a rabbit hole. but I wouldn't say I'm best, though, because football has some just dynamite. Yes, we will definitely do something similar with football movies and uh, perhaps make the XFL or USFL go through a rebrand, and they're rebranding to uh, football movie teams. I got a lot of them. It's going to be a lot of high school, a lot of high school teams, but... 
Uh, it's entertaining nonetheless. Matt, let's move on to another Cleary's comment before we get into our new segment called Overcook, Undercook. I'm really excited about it. Um, this is just another dumb uh, thought I had. Was It's usually the bulk of Cleary's comments. <laughs> yeah, <it's> just, <laughs> what did Matt do this week? It's like, eh, I was taking a shit, and this is what I thought of. Um, so I was kind of doing some thinking, and I'm like, USPS is probably the biggest drug mule accidentally in the world. For sure. Like the amount of drugs that people will just like mail or even like you get them from, let's say, the hospital. You can just have them mailed to your house. That's true. And so it's like, I think they're just kind of peddling drugs. <laughs> and the USPS is very good at it. <laughs> they got the infrastructure. I mean, I think really any package service company, FedEx, UPS, the the list goes on. The, they're so concerned about not getting behind and just getting these packages to the right spots as soon as possible. It's like, I can hear a bomb ticking in here, but if it's not on, you know, miss, you know, miss, as long as it doesn't smell, if it's not on miss Daisy's doorstep by four, she's going to be pissed. So, and but then it was like, and then I watched one of the purge movies <laughs> for like 10 minutes on Pluto. Well, you were on the shitter. No, I was watching Pluto TV. Oh. Um, and I was like, why don't they just make the purge, but just for drugs, and the government supplies drugs for one day? I think that was just, that was 420. That was just the other day. You missed it. But, like, you can Where just you? go buy the drugs that the government seized and do them for one day. Or the, the DEA drug take back day. Where um, you can only get, like, you can't be like, yeah, can I get that 50-pound bag of weed there? It'd be like, here you have, like, a certain amount they give you, and everyone can, like, try certain drugs. I mean, that, that's no just, consequences. I think that's just every day in America. I mean, free country essentially, until caught, of course. a lot of, like, my ideas are just flirting the line between, I was, like, yesterday I was saying something about, we shouldn't allow trailer parks. They should be have to be out in the country. And I'm like, I'm a fence away from just creating a concentration camp. Yes, very much so. Um, yeah, I mean, every idea is just kind of flirting with that line where it could be something, but it isn't. Um, I actually do want to just jump right into Overcook Undercook because I have a couple of them for you. I'm really excited about it. Matt's gonna is going to take over the Overcook Undercook. We're going to decide... Is it overcooked or undercooked? You undercook fish, believe it or not, jail. You overcook chicken, also jail. Undercook, overcook. So these are very topical ones that happen this week. Uh, people in Florida are livid because an Amber Alert test, not an actual Amber Alert, went out at 4.50 in the morning and woke everyone up in the state. I would say... Personally... I would be livid. So, are, uh, and then in that case, are you classifying it as an overcook or an undercook? I think it's blown out of proportion. So I'm going to say undercook because I would be pissed and I'm still pissed when I get like a silver alert that it's like 78 year old drove his truck away and no one knows where he's at. It's like, I don't care. I, I would probably side with you on the undercook side of things just because what, you know, somebody has to be behind that test. You know, there's got to be at least a group of people who are like, okay, we got to do this test. What can we not choose the time, or was it just a random time? I I feel like they should have made a news announcement, be like, hey, at five, do it at like six thirty at night or something. That'd be like, hey, everyone, we're doing an Amber Alert test at six thirty. Not just be like, yep, here we go. That's what I'm saying. So I'm saying it's undercooked. They underprepared. They underthought about it. Uh, it could have been planned out a lot better. You know what they should have done? At least for Central Time, the Price is Right starts at 10 a.m. every day. They should have done it at right before Price is Right starts as a reminder to everybody, hey, here's an Amber Alert, but also Price is Right is about to start. There's no perfect time to do it because you do it at 4.50 in the morning, people are going to be pissed. You do it during a work day, people are like, broke up my meeting. Or you do it at 6.30, it's like, I was trying to have family dinner. It's like, go to hell. What if you just had uh, somehow sneaked a cell phone if you're on jury duty and you, like, have a cell phone and nobody knows and just... (laughs) 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 Pretty much. I mean, uh, I feel like it could mess up a lot of things. Boop, boop, 
that's uh it kind of reminded me of the thing in hawaii when they were doing a, like a missile test and they sent out uh alert saying that there was a missile heading for hawaii or like a bomb or something what the, what the fuck's an alert gonna do i don't know like maybe go into your basement so your house can crush you yeah hop, uh, hop on if you got a private jet i would hop on it now and the only thing that happened to it is the <laughs> amount of porn hub <laughs> traffic in hawaii went up by 900 percent after the missile after the missile alert some guys just like well i'm gonna die might as well die jerking off if i'm gonna die i might as well check out that greasy porno i've been putting off for a while okay so florida amber alert we're going undercook undercook right to jail right away you're driving too fast jail slow jail you're charging too high prices for uh, sweaters glasses you right to jail I think, yeah i think whoever Whoever is, it was, it's almost like the, you know, the Bud Light head of marketing. Whoever was the Amber Alert director, it's like, okay, really? Four, 450? And then the reason that person got fired is because they woke up their boss at 450 in the morning and they should have thought about that. And their boss is upset. He's going to overcook, overreact, and fired. Jail. How about this one? Okay. Coachella. What which Go, I'll, Coachella? I'll, I'll just say me... going to Coachella. Is that the one in California that like people like influencers go to? Uh, Coachella being held at the Empire Polo Club in Indio, California. Shit, that's going on right now. Yeah, right on. Uh, overcook, biggest overcook of the year. Yeah, I would definitely say overcook. Uh. Coachella's done like a really good job of like making it a very popular thing. Um, I, I did watch the entire Blink 182 because they're back together, their whole performance, and it was fucking awesome. But at the same point, they're like, they, they had an act, it was like Frank Ocean or something, who I'm not really sure who that is, but he was so bad on the first weekend that they like bumped him to like an opener the next weekend. And everything is, you think shit's expensive at, like, festivals. Nothing compares to Coachella. So I'm going through the lineup here, and I don't recognize anybody yet. For an iced coffee and a breakfast burrito, it costs someone $64. Really? Unless that burrito is humongous, there's no justification for it. I must just be very uncultured in my my music prowess. I don't recognize any of these names. I, I'm on the E's. It's alphabetical. I'm on E. Well, Blink-182. Eric Prides is the first person that I've... You know Blink-182. They weren't on this list. Gorillas. Yeah, holy shit. I don't know any of them outside of Blink-182. Uh, Maybe I'm on the wrong... Am I on the wrong page? Holy shit. Who are these people? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then all of their names are like, what's the most progressive spelling we yeah, can do this? Snake with? hips? I, I'm, I'm, I'm just not cultured, but like literally I don't know any of these. Uh, Ray Shimmerd. Shum Revolution. Okay, I've, I've, yep. I've heard them. Bad Bunny? I feel like that's someone I should know. I think you're thinking of Bad Baby. Oh. The Catch Me Outside girl? Yeah. Kid Leroy? I know Why him. Why do you say catch so weird? Because that's how she says it. Catch Me Outside. Catch. Catch Me Outside. Um, yeah. The Kid Leroy. Did you just say that? Yep. Um, this guy's name is Jens Tumor. All right. There's a, there's a group of of two guys um i'm sure they're they're friends do you want to guess guess their name is it two friends yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's like it's just a humble brag that these guys have two friends hey what's the name of your podcast uh two friends podcast me and my buddy we do the podcast jackson wang <laughs> what's designated survivor about well you got the survivor that was designated i 
a Coachella, that would be like one they're like, hey, we got you a free all expenses paid trip to Coachella. And I'd be like, I'm good. Could I just get the gift card? <laughs> Young Lean. Yeji. So this is oh this might be oh, the biggest overcook we've yeah. ever had. So yes. we got we got an undercook and we got an overcook. Better artists. Yeah. I just went through all of them. And the ones I just named were the ones I recognized. I, I know I would want to see the kid Leroy and He's got like one good song. Blink when he, he's got a couple good songs. Okay, I don't really listen to him, so um, I'm just I'm just throwing random thoughts out there. The last one is Hold on. You undercook fish, believe it or not, jail. You overcook chicken, also jail. Undercook overcook. Then this is the tiebreaker to see if we're undercooked or overcooked this week. Uh, an influencer took a thirst trap picture at Auschwitz. Really? If I type in Auschwitz thirst trap, what's going to come up? Uh, either a very uncultured porn video. Or? Um, or this. Is it Mayor Pete? Wait, that's 2019. What was the picture about? Um, it was just a chick sitting on the railroad tracks, like looking into the distance and like caption hashtag blessed. Yeah. <laughs> and it's hashtag like, blessed. I didn't have to be in this concentration camp during yeah. its prime. Oh my God. I should not have typed in Auschwitz pictures. Um, I typed in <laughs> Auschwitz thirst trap. I'm not getting anything. Oh wait, no wait. Uh, Auschwitz museum urges visitors to respect site after women's photo sparks fury. I'm surprised you're... You got it for me? Oh, my God. <laughs> and you got the guy crouched down, like, trying yeah. to get a good angle. Really really good clouds that day. Exactly. I mean, it's a great picture. But, like, read the room. That's, like, one place you don't want to be like, hey, you know these tracks that brought in literally thousands of people to just die it wasn't isn't it millions probably at this single camp probably oh. in the millions i i i don't know i mean there was a good amount when you went to public school for a year our eighth grade english class weirdly literally was just all about the holocaust oh well <laughs> Got to keep the kids, you know, entertained somehow. In seventh grade, I gave my informative speech on the dangers of smoking. Fun fact, seventh grade, first time I smoked a cigarette. The irony. <laughs> uh, what do you think? Overcook, undercook here? I think it is overcook. I think it's something you should never do. Like, it's the biggest read the room quite possibly ever overcook so they overthought it a little bit and it's it's overhyped and maybe oh, it's actually a, no and maybe i'm i'm undercooked that's then. what i was thinking yeah. then it's yeah like they undercooked yeah. didn't, didn't really think it through didn't yeah. read the room um and i mean the reaction could be an overcook but if we're talking about just like the picture and the act itself of a thirst trap at auschwitz uh i would say undercook probably should have thought that one through a little bit I don't know if I would want a picture of me at Auschwitz, even if I was just sitting there. I mean, on a, on a serious note, I think I would like to go and check it out because what I've heard is like, it's hot. Like it's, yeah, it's, I'm, it's like very spiritual or, or I don't know what a good word would be. It's but like haunting almost. Yes. Like, where it's, it's everybody who says they go, like it changes. You, know, you could, you could yeah. be, you know, a, a 20-year-old from Brazil who has no Jewish ties, no ties to Germany. Like, all they know about it was history books and, and learning about it and go. And as that person, you could still, like, be there and just be like, wow, this is powerful. You can feel it in the air almost. So that's why I would like to go because I guess I'm – I mean, I appreciate history. It stinks that it happened like that, but it is history and – nothing you can do about it now. Um, and I think I would, it would almost be a thrill for me. I'm not going there for the thrill of like a bunch of people died here. I'm going for the experience, which would be thrilling to me is what I'm saying. Yeah. I just, yeah, it's, 
And the in the picture, of, so it's a picture of a guy taking a picture, and his ass is out. Yeah, I saw. I had noticed that when you kind of showed me that, like, um, the dude, his his shirt was undercooked, yeah, about a size and or two. It's like here, like you could throw a fucking. Quarter or his in shirt his... was overcooked in the dryer, and it now shrunk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just up to his nipples, just like the hell's is wrong. That a crop with top. <laughs> Nothing like wearing a hot, spicy crop top to Auschwitz. Uh, I would say undercooked. Didn't think that one through. Um, so I guess this week is we are undercooked. You undercook fish, believe it or not, jail. You overcook chicken, also jail. Undercook, overcook. And this week we're undercooked. And this week that might be the show. Absolutely. I, I don't have anything left. Yeah. I mean, you can follow us on social media at MBNH Podcast, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and now YouTube. Uh, make sure to follow the show, and then if you want to leave us a review, you can head over to iTunes, or if you just want to follow us on Spotify, that helps too. And stay tuned as we will be hopefully announcing um, our next comedy show coming up. Uh, we'll be having a, another comedy show here in Bismarck, North Dakota, and those always seem to be a really good time. It's always fun to get a bunch of fans out and just do a legitimate a comedy set with a few other comedians. So we are working on booking a date for that. Once we know, you will know. Also, we have our three-year anniversary coming up, so Matt and I decided we got to celebrate. That's quite an accomplishment. Uh, probably never thought we would even get close to that point, and we're close right now. So May 22nd is actually our three-year anniversary, so right around that time, uh, probably this next week, we will be announcing our plans to celebrate our three-year anniversary. And as a listener of the show, for hanging out with us, sticking around for three years, uh, we want to treat you to a good time. Sources are telling me, Matt, and, and by sources, I mean Matt, me and Matt, um, <laughs> we're telling ourselves that more than likely going to buy um, a large amount of beer and offer it for free. So that's kind of what we're thinking now. Stay tuned. One way to stay tuned is, like Matt said, check out our social media pages. That's at NBNH Podcast. It's a brand new day, and now I feel right. It's a brand new day, and now I see the light. It's a brand new thing. Brand new bird, it's a brand new